Thank you for tuning in this morning. Psalm 147 and verse 3. Psalm 147 and verse 3. As I went through my archives, I have spoke on a similar subject to you before if you attend Life Springs Worship Center. Uh, however, it's a little bit different this morning, but if it does sound familiar, I borrowed some things from the past, and uh, I've created some new things to go along with it. But in Psalm 147 and verse 3, it reads this way, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Just one verse of Scripture, one more time. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. If I could take this subject and give it this title this morning, I would just simply title this message, We Need a Breaking. We Need a Breaking. Would you pray with me this morning? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness to us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you're blessing us in the land of the living God. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege to approach your throne, God, in prayer and in worship. Lord, we ask, God, that you would touch everyone viewing today. And, Lord, we'd ask that you would even touch in this sanctuary today. And, Lord, that you would move for the, those that are here, and God, that are present here. But, Lord, most of all, Lord, we ask, God, that your spirit would have preeminence and, God, that you would move in a special way. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Help me, God, to decrease at this time. You increase in me, and may you receive all the glory. And I ask for that anointing, God, that makes preaching easy but still touches the hearts of people. We give you praise and glory for your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. No one cries out to be broken. You don't wake up one morning and say, Today, Lord, would you break me? No one volunteers to stand in line to experience brokenness. I've never met anyone who would stand in line that would say, I'll take a broken leg today. I've never met anyone that would say, You know what? I volunteer my arm to be broken. While we do not desire for limbs to be broken, neither do we desire for our heart to be broken. But the further I get in God, I'm finding while brokenness is not easy, while brokenness is not comfortable, there are some benefits to being broken. I do understand there's a bruising that comes along with being broken that no one likes to go through. However, there are some benefits to being broken. And I understand that's not a comfortable subject, but there are some benefits to being broken. Uh, one such as when we go through a time of brokenness, we understand it gives us and it defines an area in which we need to work on or to concentrate on. It shows us what needs to be mended in our lives. And so while brokenness is not easy this morning, I am convinced that we, especially in the church, we do need a breaking. Let me just define a couple of things that I see that are broken today. First of all, we live in a world that is broken. 
We live in a world that is broken. I don't know if you watch television like I do, but it seems like nation is against nation. It sounds like there are wars. It sounds like there are rumors of wars. It seems like this world is at a time that where it's fragmented and it is broken. But not only do I see where the world is broken, I see the country that we live in is broken. If you'd bear with me this morning, I want to give you three C's that I see in our country that are really breaking us. And I want to be very bold and don't send any comments about how you disagree because I'm not going to read them, okay? But the truth of the matter is we're broken today because we have corrupt politicians. Corrupt politicians. Corrupt politicians. I'm sorry, my friend. I will always vote for morality. Hallelujah. I will always, we and you cannot legislate morality. Listen, there are some things going on today because there are corrupt politicians. I think you're agreeing with some of that right now. But let me also tell you this. Not only are there corrupt politicians, there are compromising preachers. Compromising preachers. I'm telling you, my friend, we're living in a day, and you need to wake up if you haven't over this past month and a half, where we see things that are taking place that we never thought that we would see in our lifetime. Preacher, listen to me. It's time to confront sin. It's time to talk about sin. It's time to hit those issues that everybody is backtracking on and they're they're retreating from. It's time to hit those issues. But not only are there uh, corrupt politicians and not only are, uh, are there compromising preachers, but there are complacent people. We have become complacent today. We have allowed a spirit of not ignorance. It's not like we don't know what to do, but it's a spirit of apathy has hit us. It's like we just don't care and we have become complacent in the apathy. So not only is there a world that's broken, not only is there a country that's broken, uh, listen to me real carefully and I'll get to the body of the text in just a moment, but I also see there's a church that's broken. If there is anyone that needs to be broken right now, and I do not mean broken in in a manner in which the Bible says we should be broken. Uh, 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 however, there is a need for the church of Jesus Christ to get on their knees and to sob before a living God. My friend, while I see there's more brokenness in the world and there's more brokenness uh, in, in the country and in the community, I do not see, even though I do see some brokenness in the church as far as it's being fragmented. I do not see the uh, holiness or the holy brokenness in which we ought to have in the hour in which we live. If this pandemic has done anything for us, it should have sent us to our knees understanding what we need from an almighty God. My friend, the church is not as broken as it should be. I'm not trying to be judgmental because I'm preaching to Alan this morning. God has convicted me. But we got to go to a place of repentance. If you see this morning, you talk about brokenness. You ask the question, what kind of brokenness 
does the church really need? Nobody likes to go through physical brokenness. Nobody asks for a broken heart. But this morning, I'm asking God to break the heart of the church again. To break us. Can I give you just four areas in which I think we need a breaking? First of all, we need a breakdown. We need to break down on our knees again. We need to break down on our knees again. I like how the psalmist said it in Psalm 51 and verse 17. He said, the sacrifices of God or of a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, thou will not despise. Do you know that's what God's looking for? I like how he said it in Psalm 34 and 18. He said, the Lord is near unto those that are of a broken heart and he saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. That's the kind of person God's looking for. We need to break down on our knees again. Our pastor just uh, said it just a while ago when he said, and when he quoted from 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, a lot of times we know how to quote it. We just don't know how to live it. And in the truth of the matter, he said, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. He said, and I will forgive their sin and I will hear their land we're living in a time church listen to me we need to break down in our homes we need to break down on our knees we need to break down on our knees in churches we need to break down all together and give God our best we need to come back to him in humility and say God break our hearts for what breaks yours but my friend not only is it just breakdown that we need Hear me this morning. We need a break up. And this may sound harsh, but it's the truth in this Bible. We've got to break up with this world. The church has been holding hands with the world too long. We've been playing footsie with the world too long. We serve a God that says, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And this morning, listen to me, I'm not saying we don't love them. I'm not saying we, uh, we're not in the world. Yes, we're in the world. We're just not of the world. I'm reminded what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 5 in verse 8 when he said that sometimes you were in darkness, but now you are children of the light. Walk ye in the light. In other words, walk separate from this world. I'm reminded of what the great apostle says in 2 Corinthians 6 and 14 when he cries out, For what fellowship? There is no fellowship. What fellowship is there with light? or excuse me, with righteousness and unrighteousness. And what communion is there with light and darkness? It is none. My friend, we are separated. We are different. We are the ecclesia. We are the called out ones. We are the ones that should live a separated lifestyle, a sanctified lifestyle. My friend, break up with the vices of the world. Don't entertain that sin. It's only fun for a season. We've got to break down. But we've also got to break up. It's amazing to me. I'm trying to move on, but I've got to camp out here for a moment. It's amazing to me that it seems 
that we're living lives that says, how close can I live to hell and still go to heaven? It's amazing to me that we're living in this time where we want to shack up with the devil, but we still want God to pay the rent. It's amazing to me that the things that we used to frown upon and condemn now entertain us. Church, if we've learned anything during this time of isolation and separation, we must wake up and break up with this world. Not only that, you've agreed, I think, with break down and break up. But my friend, you know what we really need? We need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough. Just a quick story. You remember in Joshua's day, you remember how God has promised him every place that the sole of his foot, was. he's going to give it to him. He's going to bless him. And you understand that he's winning battle after battle after battle. And then you come to Joshua chapter 6, and he encounters a fortified city. There's no going in. There's no coming out. The walls are very high. But God has promised him. But this battle is going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be just tiptoeing through the tulips. It's not just going to be outnumbering people. There's some instruction, Joshua. You're going to need a breakthrough on this one. So Joshua, I've promised you the king thereof. I've promised you the mighty men of valor. But this is what I need you to do. I need you for one, once a day, for six days, I need you to march around this city, march around these walls. And on that seventh day, I need you to do it seven times. And you know the story. And after that seventh time, as those trumpets begin to sound, we hear these words, shout! God's given him the city, and we see walls fall. You say, what's that got to do with just what you're talking about this morning? I'm telling you, Joshua had a breakthrough that day. Those walls were high. We're dealing with some high walls right now. We're, we're, we're dealing with some thick walls right now. We don't know what tomorrow holds. Everybody's being condemned for whatever wisdom that they have over here. Everybody seems to be divisive right now. Everybody seems to be at odds. But you know what we really need? We need a breakthrough in the body of Christ. There's territory we still have to take. Amen. And we've got to uh, listen to the instruction from on high this morning. And so, as those walls fail, and they go in, and they capture Jericho, they take over, they have that breakthrough that you and I need today. And I only use that example to say this, there's barriers in your way. There's things that are taking place in your life right now, and in my life, we don't know how we're going to move. We can't jump over it, we can't go under it. But God's going to help us break through it. Last but not least, as we come to a close today, not only should we break down, not only should we break up with this world, not only should we continue to break through. Breakthrough's not easy. You've got to persevere. You've got to keep showing up. You don't always get a pat on the back. 
You don't always get somebody to say, hey, a level of encouragement. You don't always get that. But I'm telling you, my friend, there's something on the other side of your breakthrough if you'll just keep pressing. Last but not least, we need these things because I believe God wants to break out. I believe God wants to break out in our midst. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of stale, mundane. It doesn't matter if the church is full. It doesn't matter if it's empty. I'm tired of tense, stale, mundane, dry services. I'm praying, God, please, Lord, don't let us come back together and be the same. But God, do a supernatural work. Amen. That we would lift our hands to a living God and say, God, have your way in our lives. Amen. I'm reminded of what the psalmist said in Psalm 24 and Brown, verse 7 and 8, when he said, Lift up your gaze. Oh, lift up your heads. Amen. Oh, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The long, the Lord strong, mighty in battle. Amen. That's him. He'll come in. We need God to break out in our midst as the praise team makes their way back. My friend, you don't have a problem that this God I'm talking about today will not solve. But this God that's able to break out in our midst, He's able to help us to break through. This same God is calling us back to a place of brokenness. You heard what I said in the introduction. Nobody cries out to be broken. Nobody cries out to say, Lord, I'll be the first to have my heart broken. But my friend, as we walk with God, if we can look at this community and our heart isn't broken, something's wrong. If we can look at this country and our heart isn't broken, there's something wrong. My friend, listen to me as I hasten to a close. Personally, I can do my part, but I can only do so much with the country. I can do my part in prayer, but I can only do so much with the world. But specifically right now, I'm talking to the church. And I'm asking God, break our hearts again for what breaks 